What is up everybody, Sean Sheehan here for SureDog.com, back with another edition of the Sheehan Show. And today, uh, what I've come on to talk about is the UFC's lightweight division. I think we're at a stage now, just after the title fight happened in the last pay-per-view uh, of the year, where everything is in a little bit of flux. You know, there aren't many matches made, there isn't much you know, which we, we kind of uh, see as, as as known at the moment. And I feel like there's a lot of matches to be made. You know, what's going to happen with the, the champion? Who's going to be the, the next challenger? Is it going to be Justin Gaethje? Are they going to wait for the, the winner of um, uh, of Makachev and, and Darius? What, what, what way is it going to be? You know, I think a lot of people are, are really, really, you know, <laughs> really, really perplexed by this division in terms of what's going to happen next. So I thought I'd just come on here and maybe give it a little bit of clarity or see exactly, you know, where, um, you know, where we're going with it and where it should go maybe and where I think maybe, maybe it will go. So uh, let's let's do that. And let's start, I suppose, with, look, with that, that fight between um, Darius and... Makachev, because if you look at the rankings here, and I'll, I'll just pull them up. So as we are here right now in the, the latter half of, of December, um, the rankings right now have just moved from Poirier down to number two with Justin Gaethje going at number one. Obviously, we know the champion is uh, Charles Oliveira. So Oliveira, Gaethje, Poirier, then Darius is number three. Something which I think people kind of forget. And I want to talk about Benil Darius first, but I'm going to run through the rest of the rankings for a second. Then Makachev is number four, or Makachev, I always pronounce his name wrong. I don't know what the right pronunciation is. Pronunciation is. Uh, I can't even pronounce the word pronunciation. Uh, then we have Chandler, number five after that. Then Rafael Dos Anjos, another guy we kind of forget maybe in that picture. Then Tony Ferguson. Dan Hooker's after that, but he's gone down to featherweight, so we can rule him out for a second. And then we've Conor McGregor. So those are the guys I'm going to look at here. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine guys I'm going to look at, the champion and the top eight in that division. So, first of all, Benil Dariush, right? I feel like at the number three ranked position, when Gaethje has lost for the title and has, let me just look at it, one fight since, against Michael Chandler in a, a full year after losing, you know, <sighs> I don't know what the descriptive word to use here, but I, I think it was a horrific display against Habib Nurmagomedov on the ground. I just think he showed too many deficiencies in, deficiencies in that fight to get like an almost immediate rematch after only one victory over Michael Chandler. All right, so let's, let's park that for a second. He lost to Habib for the title. Okay, we have a new champion now, so we, we can discuss that again in a second. Dustin Poirier obviously just lost to Charles Oliveira. And then the next guy is Benil Dariush, right? And if you look at Benil Dariush, he has won, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven in a row in that lightweight division. Now, okay, he beat Tony Ferguson, and that was back in May of last year. We know where Tony Ferguson is right now. Okay, he lost to Oliveira, who's the champion in Gaethje before that two very good fighters, but he still won that fight. He beat Carlos Diego Fajaya, who is uh, ranked uh, number 12 right now at the moment. He beat Scott Holtzman, Drakkar Close, Frank Camacho, Drew Dober, who was ranked at the time maybe, or, or became ranked after it, and Thiago Moises as well, who's a very, very good fighter. So he's all those wins in a row. And I, I feel like in a division like Lightweight... For the guys on the way up, and you know, you could argue the same with Makachev, we'll get to Makachev in a second. But I feel like 
we need to move on a little bit quicker than we do. I feel like there's too much of this. Like you lose a title fight, you're straight back in. You lose a title fight, win one, you're straight back in. And not not to take away from Justin Gaethje as a good fighter, or Dustin Poirier as a good fighter, or McGregor as a good fighter, or Ferguson as a good fighter, whoever it might be. I just feel like there are so many good fighters in that division that we need to give the next opportunity to the next guy. And a lot of divisions, I often argue for like maybe not making the the fight between number two and number four or number three and number five or whatever it might be to decide who the cha- who the next challenger for the champion is just because you're knocking off the next uh, uh, contender. I'd maybe rather put number three against number seven maybe and number four against number nine or something like that and then tough matchup, earn your way to the top but then fight for the top and then number three fights for the top after that win, number four fights for the top thing after his win. In the lightweight pitcher, you can't do that. You can throw, throw all of that out the window. You can do that in heavyweight. You know, Br- bring Aspinall up slowly to fight for title. Bring Darkus up slowly to fight for title. Avoid them. Do the same for, you know, Gagne. Obviously, they've done it very well with him. No problem. At lightweight, there's too many guys. There's too many guys. There's more coming. The likes of Gamrat coming up as well. The, you know, the, the likes of McGregor on his way back. We'll talk about him in a second. But Fizayev, you know, Fahir, who I mentioned, Saryukin, Riddell, Joel Alvarez had some great performances, although missing weight over the last while. These guys are coming. And in the lightweight division, guys who win fights like this in a row, you know they're really, really good. And you know they deserve it. Because if they had... Um, if they weren't good, they would be losing these fights. And make no mistake about that, because this is a division where the, the 10th, 11th, 12th ranked guy in this division is better than the 3, 4, 5 in most divisions, whether you're looking at middleweight or heavyweight or, you know, the, the women's flyweight division maybe, or even the flyweight division, although fly is, is very good and may, maybe a little bit underrated, but you know what I mean? The, this division is so good that I would love to see that rewarded at times. Now, you know, I've argued against Leon Edwards at some times, but at a certain point in all divisions, that needs to be done. Like, an Edwards needs a title fight, okay? I think we would all agree with that. Or, you know, Ferguson at a time. But it doesn't seem to happen in lightweight. And I really think it's the one division it should happen with, especially, you know, with McGregor injured now and stuff, and that draw. I mean, they're the other guys. They're good draws, you know. They're, they're good fighters, and they will draw people in to watch. But they're not that massive draw that needs to be put back in it. So that's one thing I would like to do. And that's why I... I kind of argued that Benil Dariush should be the next guy. Like, the, the second Benil Dariush beat Tony Ferguson, everyone was saying he is the next guy. Everyone was saying he needs to fight for the title next. Let, let's do it. He'd fight the winner of Poirier versus Oliveira, whatever the situation was at the moment. We all, we all said it. And then we forgot, you know. Justin Gaethje had a fight. He had a great fight. Fight of the year, arguably. And he was the next guy propelled. But why can't Justin Gaethje get another fight against someone else? And then... Have Darius fight? Why, why can't Justin Gaethje fight Makachev and the winner of that fights for the title? Like I, I don't know. That that one baffles me a bit, a little bit. And it's 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 a very personal thing. Like, and and from the the rankings point of view, and not not even the rankings point of view, but the wins point of view, and and what he's done to deserve a point of view. I'm normally in most divisions on the other side of this. I'm normally on well. Gaethje versus Oliveira would be a really, really fun fight. Let me see that. And I look, I, if it happens, I've no problem. I'll absolutely watch it. I think Dariush versus Oliveira would be a really, really fun fight too. Um, and I really want to see that happen. So that's that's another plus point for that. But I don't know. It's, it's one thing I've thought of lightweight for a while. Especially kind of 
with McGregor out of the discussion because we look, we all all have to uh, kind of adjust the discussion when McGregor's in it because of money, and we all know that whether we like it or whether we hate it, but we have to make that adjustment. And maybe we'll talk about maybe maybe having to make that adjustment again in a second. But yeah, that's one thing I would like to see. But what we do have um, is. Uh, Benil Dariush versus Islam Makachev coming next, up next. So, as I mentioned with Dariush, he's won those, what is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven fights in a row, beat Tony Ferguson. Makachev, 21 and 1, lost to Adriana Martinez in his second UFC fight back in 2015, and has won all his fights since then. Is my Matt's any good? Nine fights in a row, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he's beaten Wade, Linz, Tebow, uh, something which uh, his compatriot Habib Nurmagomedov couldn't do. Cajun uh, Johnson, Saryuk, and Davi Ramas, Drew Dober, Moises, and Hooker. So right up there, I, I would put that even above maybe where Dariush is at the moment. But Dariush had that spot first, you know? <laughs> he kind of had it first. Makachev could have overta- overtaken him, and, you know, he- he'd probably deserve that too. Beating Hooker is a big, big win, you know? Although I think beating Ferguson is a little bit bigger of a kind of a win just from a name value. But they're they're very much a, an even keel. And look, when I said I, I, I asked for two of the best in the world to fight, to get an opportunity fight for the title, this is what I'm being given. I just think it's the wrong two, kind of. And the wrong one to be picked to be the next title challenger, I think, is the wrong one as well. But that's maybe either neither here nor there. But what we do have in this is a weird thing, right? Because I, I'll get to the, the McGregor thing now, maybe, in a second. Because... When, when I talked about just there, two people, and let me just look at the rankings again just to make sure. Number three, Benil Dariush. Number four, Islam Makachev. The winner of that should be fighting for the title. We all agree with that? I assume, everyone roaring at the screen here at me, watch it. I assume we all think the winner of that should be fighting for the title next. But will they? <laughs> you know, will they? What's going to happen? If, if and We'll talk about what fight happens next, but what's going to happen with Conor McGregor? Like, is he, and I have another video, I don't know if it's up before or after this, but I, I would love to see him fighting Tony Ferguson, I'll talk about that in a second again maybe, but is he going to waltz back in and fight for the title? And I argued in that video, and you can, you can watch it, that um, McGregor, uh, <laughs> it, it might not be the best thing in the world for him, even, even if it is, you know, getting gifted the title shot, he doesn't want that gift himself, it's like, you know, call a Christmas. Um, but is that, is that going to de- derail the meritocracy of this division even further in terms of Dariush versus Makachev because we we all know listen to this they're not the sexiest names in the world right Th- those are not the two best known guys in the world if they could give a title fight to Gaethje Poirier Ferguson McGregor over all of them they would you know we all know that we all know the way the world works in the UFC and in MMA in general, and maybe just the UFC. I, know, uh, I, was, I was actually uh, looking at Bellator, maybe it's not the case in Bellator, but it is the case in, in the UFC. Um, so it's, it's a fight that's on the precipice of meaning a lot. And it, look, it means a lot because it's a big win, and it's a big win over someone who is ranked right alongside you. But they could be overtaken as well. It's just, a, it's just the reality of the UFC. But that is the fight we need to be looking at. It's it's in the what February March next year. Um, Oliveira just fought, so he probably won't be fighting till just after that. But I also think it's kind of bad timing because if Oliveira, if that happens, right, February March, um, Oliveira, <laughs> Oliveira fights maybe in May or in, in International Fight Week or a little bit uh, after that. That'll be two months, three months before everyone have forgotten about it. You know, what if McGregor fights around International Fight Week as well? 
and wins. <laughs> do you know what people want to do that with that they won't forget that I'll tell you that for a fact what if um, Poirier gets a big win what if Poirier fights McGregor and gets a big win people won't forget that what if uh, what if uh, Michael Chandler fights McGregor and gets a big win people won't forget about that it is a really really odd situation we find ourselves in in that division and I, look I've come on here to say maybe what should happen what I would like to see happen and what um, logic I would like to bring to it but my <laughs> my prediction would probably be there will be very little logic brought in this division in 2022 if we're being honest about it. Uh, it's it's an absolutely crazy division. So let's move on from the top four for a second. Right, so we're going to have... I'm mean, to, to take Barry out of that, obviously. We're going to have Oliveira versus Gaethje. I think everyone kind of agrees with that now. Great fight. Not the one I would make per se, but it looks like the fight that's going to happen. Uh, Justin Gaethje just had that great win over Michael Chandler, obviously back in, in November. Lost to the October before that, which I think is, is the weird part of it. Ferguson, Cerrone, Barboza, Vic before that, and he lost to Poria and Alvarez before that as well. So, you know, he's, he's lost three of what he's lost, three, four, five, six, seven, eight fights. If you look at the other people's records in the UFC, it doesn't stack up. He's beaten some very good people. What are his best wins there, though? Ferguson and Chandler. Chandler is probably the best win of all of these uh, guys coming up, apart from McGregor, I suppose. But it's not that standout compared to those in terms of names, in terms of performances, in terms of fights. Absolutely. But but anyway, I will digress from that for a second. So that lo- fight looks like it's going to happen. Um and that's a really, really fun fight, a really great title fight. And when it happens, I won't be complaining about it, even if I do complain about it right now. Makachev versus Dariush happens. Who'll win that? We can discuss that at the time. I'm, I'm a big fan of Benil Dariush's ability. I think he's really, really good. I, I've been on team for the last few years. If you were to ask me who I pick it out right now, I would pick Makachev. I think, although I was looking the other day and I picked Poirier maybe three weeks before the fight. And in on my weekly picks, um, I gave Oliveira and I was very strong on Oliveira so I can change my mind <laughs> my, my official pick will be coming on fight week but um, yeah as of now I think that is the situation so the top four there is kind of taken care of with Poirier kind of uh, taken out of it then after that we have it's a little bit different so we have Poirier um, Chandler Dos Anjos Ferguson and McGregor um, as I said I did a video about Conor McGregor so maybe I'll I'll, I'll leave that but I, I'll I'll just say what I think should happen with McGregor. He's ranked number nine, but really number eight because Hooker's gone. And Tony Ferguson's ranked number seven. As I said, I I fleshed it out a little bit more, but I think that's the fight to make. That's a fight between two guys at the same kind of ebb in their career. McGregor has lost his last two in a row to, uh, to Dustin Poirier. Um, beat Donald Cerrone before that. So he's had three fights since the start of 2020, uh, two and one, or what, sorry, one and two in those. Since the start of 2020, um, uh, Ferguson has also had three fights and gone 0-3. So there isn't that much of a difference between them, you know, Darius Oliveira and, uh, and Gaethje, Tony Ferguson has lost that. Their rivals on through the years, that fight makes a lot of sense. And I think as well, from Conor McGregor's point of view, um, he needs a fight like that to get him back in there. If he goes in and fights Oliveira after a broken leg, after, what is it, uh, you know, okay, he fought three times in, in, in the space of 18 months-ish, but before that, it, it was two years off. Before that again, it was another two years off. That's just too much. McGregor needs uh, a Tony Ferguson-style fight because, let's be honest, he needs a name. He needs a, someone he can headline against. 
um, and he needs someone he has a rivalry with down through the years and that Tony Ferguson fulfills all of them and you know what I don't think there's actually anyone else who fulfills all of them that's a kind of a winnable fight maybe Nate Diaz maybe Nate Diaz but the Diaz and Poirier fights are both kind of back pocket fights I think the second Poirier lost I think the McGregor and Poirier fight became less likely because the only reason for McGregor to come back from the injury and take a harder fight as that is if the title is up and uh, up for grabs no it's not if, if he was to win maybe you know win against Ferguson or whatever it might be or win his next fight then the Paria fight was there if he was to win and win his next fight maybe fight for a title then and lose that the Paria fight's still there the, just like the Nate Diaz fight's still there and will always be there because those trilogies or quadrologies as the Paria one uh, is after the way it ended are, are always going to be there for him and I think McGregor's smart and I think he realises that so I think the Ferguson versus McGregor fight is is the one to make and is the one to uh, to look at uh, when you're coming up to next year but obviously I have, I'll have more on that on the other video as well and then what does that leave us with? That leaves us with uh, Paria Chandler and Dos Anjos and Dos Anjos look Poirier just lost so I was going to call Dos Anjos a bit of the forgotten man but Poirier will be a forget forgotten man for a while until Poirier says what he wants to do Michael Chandler and Poirier someone suggested it the other day and you know they, they haven't fought before obviously you know Chandler's only after coming over from the UFC he's had what one two three fights in the UFC Hooker, Oliveira and Gaethje that fight makes a lot of sense I think I also think um Dos Anjos versus Chandler makes a lot of sense. So one of those guys is kind of going to be left out. And I, I look, I, if I was if I was the betting man, I would probably bet on all the matches I said they're actually happening. I think McGregor will fight Ferguson. I think, you know, the Makacha fight against Ariush is already made. I think Oliveira will fight Gaethje. So there's three to go into two. And the problem with that, right, let, let's say let's say Dos Anjos is, is the odd man out. And I, I have a feeling it will be Dos Anjos versus Chandler and Paria might wait out. But let, let's say Paria fights Chandler and Dos Anjos is the, the man left out. Who's he going to fight? You know, because is he going to fight Gregor Gillespie or Fezayev or Fahey or Saryukin or Riddell or Alvarez, one of them in the rankings? Or is maybe, you know, an 8 fight going to happen? Or is someone going to come up from 145? It just feels like... There are many big fights. Fight Gaethje, big fight. Fight Paria, big fight. Fight Mikachev, big fight. Fight Dariush, she's ranked number three, big fight. Fight Ferguson, even. Okay, they fought before, but big fight. Fight McGregor, big fight. But the fact that there's an even number of guys there, it's going to leave one of them out, you know, and it's going to leave one of them searching for a fight. And that's a tough situation to be in. So if you are a Dos Anjos, if you are maybe even a Chandler, uh, I think you have to jump at one of those opportunities and take it because this is a division as well. You quickly get left behind. You will very, very quickly get left behind. Um, Justin Gaethje's done a phenomenal job of kind of talking himself back into the title picture, even just straight after the, the Nurmagomedov embarrassment. Um, he was talking himself right back into the picture and he did a great job of it. I wouldn't buy it for a most of the time, even though I love Justin Gaethje. I think he's a great fighter. Um, but, I feel like Poirier isn't that sort of guy. He won't do that. He'll try to fight his way back um, if he does come back. But it's it's going to be interesting how they, they match make that division over the next while. But you know what? We have some phenomenal fights coming up. And we have some excitement. It is a division for a while that was kind of held up a bit. You know, Habib fought once every eight months. McGregor was out injured. He was holding up the belt for a while. 
we had that McGregor Habib stuff like that and Habib vacated and look we've we've had some great times over the last while all those fights I, I mentioned there you know whether they're wins or losses for you know wins for one side lots for the other side we had some um, great fights from Gaethje and Chandler to Poirier and Oliveira to you know Oliveira uh, winning the title um, against Chandler and Oliveira versus Ferguson you know putting himself right uh, in that mix we've had some great fights but I think the fights we're going to have in 2022 are going to be incredible like I'll mention him again Gaethje versus Oliveira what a fight that could be like Dariush versus Makachev look it might not be a barn burner might be not be the best fight in the world but can Dariush cause Makachev problems can he beat him can he land those big shots is his jiu-jitsu good enough for the resting of Makachev can he stop the takedown that's a very intriguing fight the return of Conor McGregor the return of Conor McGregor do I need to say anymore that's going to be it's going to be insane is he going to return to 155 is he going to return to 170 we, 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 we don't know Tony Ferguson, can he recapture it? Can he recapture what he once was? Who knows? Michael Chandler, can he bounce back? Dos Anjos, he's looked good over the last while. You know, Dos Anjos has beaten Paul Felder. Okay, he lost to Keza and Edwards in uh, a welterweight before that, but coming back down and winning that close fight with Paul Felder. Will Paul Felder come back? You know, he was talking about coming back. Maybe he's a guy that comes back into that division and has a fight. McGregor versus Felder is a fight people have talked about before. McGregor kind of half called him out after one of his fights. Is that a fight that could happen? Maybe Dos Anjos will, will try to get the rematch of the fight he lost against Tony Ferguson. Good. There's lots of permutations here. And you know what? All of them are really really fun let me know in the comment section over on twitter at gmba what lightweight fights you would like to see next year maybe an outside of the box one also and i leave it at this will habib come back will he come back could you and here's here oh, let me just paint this picture for you and i've said this before i said it, i think it was over at submission radio one time imagine if mcgregor comes back right and he wins the title whether it's coming back against Oliveira in the first fight and beating him you know okay unlikely whether it's come back fighting ferguson fighting you know, Gaethje fighting Poirier, whoever it might be, beats them, then wins the title, and at this time next year, he's a champion. Will Habib come back then? Will he come back? Like, could Habib stand it to see McGregor with his belt over his shoulder say, oh, that looks good. Could, could, he, could, he, could he stand that? Could he stand that? I don't think he could, personally. And I think... If, if McGregor was to do that, that, and it's a big if, okay, I know it. I think it probably won't happen if I was to call it. Not, don't call me biased here or anything. Uh, but I could see Habib coming back. And, you know, even even now over the last couple of weeks or over the last couple of months, and especially over the last couple of weeks with, with Oliveira winning that belt, everyone's saying, like, Oliveira's better than Habib, you know? Oliveira is what everyone thought Tony Ferguson was. Great striker, fantastic jiu-jitsu. The guy to beat Habib. Do I agree with that? Not necessarily. But are people saying that? Yes. Our people, people are saying he is a really, really tough matchup for Habib. Do you know who won't like that? Do you know who won't like that? Habib Nurmagomedov. Will he come back? Will we see him fighting again? For one, I would love to see it. And I hope he comes back. He's young enough. He's fit enough. He's good enough to do it again. And I would love to see it. So the lightweight division in 2022 is going to be exciting. Whatever happens. And I'm really, really looking forward to it. I leave it there. Thanks to everyone for listening. My name is Sean Sheehan for Shardog.com. And I'll see you all next time.